Welcome to Musical Chairs, the podcast about musicals where we are sat in chairs. Which is why we've called it Musical Chairs. And if we're ever not sat in chairs, uh, we'll definitely let you know. Each episode we're going to discuss a different musical and I'm certain we'll be sat in a chair. Although to be honest Jade, that chair that you're sitting in right now is very broken, so... So grab your tap shoes and sailor's hat as we enter the world where true love is always requited and the Nazis are always defeated by a song. Welcome, Welcome to, to Musical Chess! <laughs> Start the car, I know a whoopee spot where the gin is cold but the piano's hot. It's just a noisy hall where there's a nightly brawl and all there. We watched Chicago. Yeah. What did you think of it? What, what's your first impression? Because well, we were slagging it off before it started. Yeah, exactly. So before it started, I was like, oh, I never really think of it as, even though obviously it is a musical, I just think of it as like a film and I haven't seen it for a little while. And I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, it's going to be. And we were saying as well that we didn't know how much we'd have to talk about it. And then as soon as it came on and that opening music and I was yeah. like shaking my it's, shoulders. It's that like... <sighs> It's really the music in it is great and it's really mm. good at building up suspense. It's like mm. dun, dun, yeah, dun, and you're in already. And yeah, like mm. we, I feel really bad because I was slagging it off. And the thing is, I've seen it a mm. lot of times. Mm. This must be like the twentieth time yeah. I've seen it. And yet, every time I see it, I seem to forget that it's good. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like I've seen it quite a few times. And I had seen it um, live a couple of times as well. And yeah, I just always. It's not like a, it's like, oh, that's rubbish. Like there's somewhere we're just like quite certain ones that, you know, you might sneer at and I have other ones that I sneer at. Mm-hmm. It's not like that, but no, also I like just average. didn't think, it's yeah. Like, that's the perception is that it's average. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, oh, this is, yeah, this is going to be okay. But I really, really enjoyed it actually. Yeah. And things I used to think, like I used to think, oh, I don't know about Renee Zellweger. I don't know mm. how good she is watching this today like I completely have changed my mind yeah. I think she's great in it she's brilliant yeah. and I just feel like an idiot because I obviously don't know what I'm talking yeah. about my memory is obviously just stupid and doesn't mm. isn't true yeah know? she was brilliant in it and I think the casting of it well we'll get onto one particular yeah. cast yeah, member, yeah we'll get to that later but in general I think like the casting of it is really good I think I know we've sort of been saying that like maybe at the start we should do a quick run through of like what it's about I assume this is an assumption but I do assume that most people probably have seen Chicago but well, we will still do a little rundown well I think I think it's good to do a rundown on this one only because it's not one of those musicals that's about a lot of things mm. it's, it's about one very specific yes. thing it's a really simple story and yeah. again that's why I really like it like mm. it's about a woman who kills a man who she's having an affair with and then she goes to jail and it's about her trying to get off yeah. of her murder mm. charge basically and that's what it's about but it's also about kind of like the legal system yeah manipulation fame yeah, and fame like the fickle yeah. and the, the 20s is what it's about essentially mm. I mean I wanted to talk about this later but it's so much of it is about the 1920s and it really captures the sp- not that I was there and that, that I know but it captures the, sp- the spirit of what yeah. I imagine the 20s to be quite Definitely. faithfully I think mm, mm. there's quite a few one of the th- first things I actually noticed that I made was like there's quite a few musicals set in that time mm-hmm. I like jazz musicals and you know there's uh, Cabaret and, and yeah. Chicago and 
there are other... a, a bit later, isn't it? It's like the 40s, I think. Um, oh, no, it's like the 30s, because yeah. it's like not it's Nazi, Nazi Germany. Germany yeah. But yeah, but it's still very similar, like the costumes, like the... Um, uh, Liza Minnelli's character I can't remember her name Sally Bowles Sally Bowles yeah like the costumes are fairly similar they also another thing that's quite similar that I noticed was they have in this they have an MC and then they obviously which is a bit like cabaret as well yeah yeah it's that kind of like for your pleasure your entertainment yeah like like presenting Mm, presenting certain songs Apparently, the Friends musical is announced its closing date, and I didn't even know. I didn't even know that it was even one. existed. Would you go and see a Friends musical? How would that? Oh, I know. I don't think I would. I don't think I would. I used to love Friends, and I actually rewatched it fairly recently, and it was so interesting being the age that they were in the beginning series. Yeah, it found it fascinating because it was just like to be that age. And to rewatch it and kind of understand, I mean, obviously it's like fictional and some things like are just ridiculous. They wouldn't happen to a normal person for the, for, so that it's a funny show. But like their worries and looking for jobs and re- dating and stuff like that, it was like really interesting. That's true. It's like what we talked about with like kind of spaced and stuff like that. Mm. You know, spaced. Like that's how I feel when I watch that. Is I relate a lot more to it now being yeah. aged, but with friends. Although I don't think Friends is as bad as people say it is now. I think a lot of people like to kind of shit on Friends now. Yeah. And I don't think it's good by any stretch of the imagination. But I can't relate to them because they... Whatever problems they seem to have, they seem to be doing okay like, for money <laughs> Yeah, all the time. exactly. Yeah, so yeah. regardless of whether they need to find a job, like, they their flat is amazing. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're not, like, budgeting and... No, they're drinking coffee all the time. Yeah, maxing out their credit cards. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah constantly dating all yeah the time. exactly yeah yeah like it just oh yeah it's just that easy to get a date and it's like oh. <laughs> but if friends like i mean they've made a musical friends so what kind of storyline would well, they that's the thing like that? how could you condense 10 series well let's think of the things that it would definitely have it, it would, would have, have joey with a we're turkey on, on a break yeah <laughs> <laughs> it would have joey with a is it a turkey oh yeah yeah it would definitely have that have that Something to do with the coffee shop. Yeah, oh, definitely. Welcome to Central Park. <laughs> There's a naked man outside. Like, yeah. yeah. I imagine it would be one of those kind of musicals where they just sing everything yeah, that happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can imagine, and I think it would be scored by Sondheim. <laughs> <laughs> really, like, serious. Yeah, like in, um, I know we always bring up... Um, well, we did last time, uh, Sweeney Todd, but I yeah. imagine it like being like Sweeney Todd and then you come out like, <laughs> like, Whoa. really serious. <laughs> yeah. My name is Ross, I'm a paleontologist. I just really <laughs> like glasses. And, yeah. And I'm Monica, I'm a chef. <laughs> <laughs> Who's a chef? Monica. Monica, yeah. Is she a chef? Yeah. I don't remember having a job. <laughs> yeah, she was a chef. She is a chef. Okay. Chandler did something in IT. Did, was he IT? IT, yeah. See, I always just thought he was just like, well, that's the weird thing. He's the funny one, but he's not that funny, is he? He just thinks he's funny. I, yeah, I guess I thought he was funny. Okay, just we'll go past that. <laughs> <laughs> you suddenly changed your view on me. I, yeah, I, I can't do this podcast with you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's over. What do you think would be the best sitcom for a musical? Like what has the best characters for? Because I don't think Friends has. I think Friends it could work, but I don't really want to see it. I'm not compelled no. to see it. Do you know what would be a really good musical? And it would be quite like on the same lines as um, 
uh, Rock, uh, not Rocky Horror, um, Little Shop of Horrors, uh, would be um, Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. That would be amazing. That would be so it? good. Because they do have, like, they've got the Dark Place, Dark Place. And they've got One Track Lover as well. Oh, song. yeah. <laughs> and, like, they've got, like, they've got really crappy, like, purposefully crappy, like, props and, like, the baby, like, the eye baby and stuff like that. Like, mm. it would just work. You could stage it so easily and it would look quite rubbish, but it's meant to look rubbish. So that's, like, it would work. Well, it was, like, a stage thing before. Oh, was, was it? Serious. Yeah, but oh, not to that extent. That. No, but no. It was like a But it was, like, a live thing. Live show. Oh, okay, and then, yeah. But I would definitely be on board. I would want to see, like, a full length. Yeah, one of that. That would be good. I'd also like to see Frasier as a musical. Oh yeah, actually. I could imagine that working. Yeah, actually. especially if they had a, they got the dog and oh, they yeah. got a stunt dog and it did like flips and stuff. Flips, <laughs> <laughs> not that it does it in the, yeah. in, in the show, but and also Kelsey Grammer has a really good voice. He's a good singer, yeah. Mm, so that would work. And I like Kelsey. Have you seen that uh, video of Kelsey Grammer falling off the stage? No, <laughs> I'll show you after. It's okay. Really funny. <laughs> Not that I dislike Kelsey Grammer because I don't, but I like it is it's funny, funny. fall off the stage. But that's another one though, a bit like Friends, about how could they condense that into a storyline? Well, the thing about Friends is Friends is like I don't really care about the overarching storyline of Friends. Mm. Like I think it's like specific episodes that you yeah. care about, and as characters, I don't care about them. Mm. But Frasier, I care more about the general yeah. storyline. It's a very basic storyline, isn't it? It's mm. like it's just a love story really yeah yeah and it's about Daphne and Niles and all that kind of stuff and the dad and there's very like specific themes yeah in it. yeah definitely what I'm saying is it's a much better written show than Friends yeah. what I'm oh, trying to well say. yeah yeah that's yeah. that's for sure yeah that would be good how about Big Bang Theory <laughs> oh my god oh <laughs> you could have you could have Bazinga and then that's a song that's and then so Bazinga, Bazinga reprise Bazinga 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 <laughs> the Bazinga overture <laughs> an 18 minute long dance like yeah. I'm singing in the rain to Bazinga <laughs> are there any other catchphrases in that apart from Bazinga no I think it's just Bazinga yeah and <laughs> that's it that's it and why won't you sleep with me that would definitely be a song Leonard singing to Penny yes. why won't you sleep with me <laughs> do you remember when Bazinga was like a big deal and it was on t-shirts everywhere no <laughs> <laughs> you know HMV like they have t-shirts oh like, right they yeah. always have that oh, one oh god oh, oh my god could you imagine if you were dating someone and they turned up to a date with a Bazinga that would be it it would be instantly done what other kind of t-shirts could you not tolerate oh do you remember this was on it do you remember I have another t-shirt do you remember that time when guys kept wearing that Osaka 6 t-shirt no I don't know what that is oh it was like it just had a I, it just had a logo and it just said Osaka 6 and everyone had them and they were just like really shitty t-shirts what is that from like TK Maxx or something <laughs> I don't, I don't know, know what that it, is it's, I think it's just a place in Japan or something like it's oh, just right. like it's just like a random place and a random number there's yeah. no it's just random but like everyone had them they don't ring a bell to me no. oh, I tell you what I couldn't tolerate I couldn't tolerate an Incredible Hulk t-shirt <laughs> specifically Incredible Hulk yeah or any kind of like Avengers one but specifically if it was an Incredible Hulk t-shirt I'd be gone do you mean like <laughs> it's their, their body Either, of no, no, that would be worse that would, that would be hell but if it was just one of 
of a picture of the Incredible Hulk oh, right, on it, yeah, that'd yeah. be bad. If it was the one that you're describing, where <laughs> there's like the pectoral muscles <laughs> yeah. and then and like bursting out of the sh- another shirt. Like if a... someone turned up to a date with that, you should hide and not go in the building. <laughs> like, you should run away from that. Could scenario. you imagine if you were sat down in a restaurant and then they took off their jacket and then they had it underneath? It depends on how they took it off. If they made if they made <laughs> a big show of it, then it could be salvageable. If it was a, if it was a, a bit that they would do it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I think wearing it with any kind of sincerity <laughs> is a sign of a sort of serial killer. Oh my god, yeah, definitely. I like this, I like this this t-shirt chat. We should do a podcast about, about this. T-shirts. <laughs> bad t- I've had some bad, bad t-shirts. t-shirts though. Well, I'm going to go ahead and say I think Catherine Zeta-Jones is like the standout in this film. Like everyone, there is a lot of good in it mm. and uh, there's no one in there that I think is bad. But Catherine Zeta-Jones is literally incredible. In yeah, it. she's really Her good. voice is incredible. But I did also think that I guess like you're saying about how like seeing it and remembering it in different ways I feel like I used to think Catherine Zeta-Jones's character Velma was in it like a lot more than she actually is and this time I the one one of the things that I did feel a bit was a shame and I know that this is a storyline but I just wish she could have been in it a bit more like, she I felt she I, would have been if, if they would have I mean I know she's not in it a lot anyway but there are a couple of other songs that aren't in it yeah that they've cut out yeah and i was gonna say that's that's another weird thing is that the film is an hour and like 40 minutes mm. and that isn't very long for a, a movie musical no. like usually they are about two hours mm. long and i would have liked to have seen the whole thing you know I, yeah. I, I think if you're gonna do it if you're gonna make a movie musical just make the whole thing yeah it's almost like every movie musical takes out something they, they all take out yeah they songs. take a song or two out and, and i don't strange. know if it's like because I mean, I've always assumed it's because it doesn't work somehow mm. off of the stage. And I know there are things they took out of this that I can see why they might not work. For example, you know, the reporter, the, the female reporter, mm. like in the musical, it turns out to be a man. It's like this big reveal, isn't it? Oh, yeah, and, and I forgot about that. And I can yeah. imagine why it wouldn't really fit because it's, 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 it, it's used as like a bit of pantomime sort of humour in the mm. musical, but in the film it wouldn't really read properly. Yeah. But in terms of taking out whole songs, I just don't understand it. Unless there's some weird kind of legal agreement where they have to to give people something to go and see but yeah yeah to keep to keep that excitement but yeah i mean sometimes it always seems like the weakest song but still and i just wish yeah if it's Catherine zeta jones's songs like that's such a shame because her voice was just incredible but you've got to have a weak song yeah i like it when there's a rubbish song because it's, it's something you can go and get a drink oh, to oh there, there are a couple of rubbish songs in this I think he had strength and she had none and yet we both reach for the gun oh yes oh yes oh yes we both oh yes we both oh yes we both reach for the gun the gun the gun the gun oh yes we both reach for the gun for the gun this is where we're going to have to disagree is um I guess it's called Both Reach for the Gun. Yeah. Um, Don't you like that song? Um, I like... The one bit that I like is um, where they're like... They both like the bit where they're saying both oh, reach yes, for the so, gun. Yes, so, so, yes, 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 that yes, bit. But yes, I absolutely both. hate the bit where they're like understandable. Oh, oh God, I love it. Oh no, it's cringy, but it's it's supposed to be. I think. Yeah, I just find it too. It's just maybe maybe I don't like puppets and things maybe like that's that. what it is. Maybe I think that's it. I like it because it, it's like vaudevillian, isn't it? Mm, I mean, the point yeah. of it is, it's like it fits perfectly in with the time period, mm. and 
also, you know, it's a heavy-handed metaphor. It's one of the more heavy-handed... Where he's, like, yeah. leaning over them, you being the yeah. proper master. Yeah, yeah, I saw you smirking during that bit. But what I would say... Is, the subtleties of Chicago. Yeah. But what I would say is, is that um, I think, in terms of just, like, a vaudeville performance, like, if you saw it, I think... Renee Zellweger does a really good job of playing a ventriloquist dummy. I she think does. She, yeah, she does look really like a doll in it. And but just the way she's playing it, and the way that they're doing the kind of vaudeville act mm. of it all, and the kind of silliness of her movements as well. Like yeah. she really flops down and stuff. But I get, I get what you mean in terms of like she. I do think she's good in it, but I just don't like Richard Gere's face creeps me out <laughs> in it. And I think that's fair enough. The people behind really are creepy. I think that's ma- mainly what it is. It's creepy and it's cheesy. But and... you know, but I, what I love about it is when it... So they're doing it and then it cuts between the show and it cuts between them in front of the courthouse. Yeah. And it cleverly, like, the editing's really good because it's when she turns her head and then it cuts and it turns back. And mm. it, it does it, the cuts and edits in this film are so quick yeah. that sometimes you... It's, it's hard to tell exactly which whether you're watching reality or or not. yeah this other world and the other thing that I wanted to say about that is I think at certain times and this is a, a bold statement that some people aren't going to like but you know what I'm going to go ahead and oh, say I don't even care I, having seen the stage production and the film I think in some respects the film does more of a service to some of these ideas and mm. actually is more effective because it they've uh, got the ability to, to edit mm. and there's a lot of juxtaposition in this mm. in terms of like exactly like that like cutting between the courthouse and cutting between for example you know the scene where the russian um oh that's brilliant gets yeah hanged. yeah that bit's really good i remember it in the stage production mm. but i don't think it's nearly as memorable as in the film because in the film it very cleverly cuts between those two things. yeah yeah whereas in the stage production it is her being where they're like oh the vanishing act and it's in yeah. the the performance world where they're putting on this show and obviously because they can't go between the two that's impossible so you just see that and that's a good metaphor but or like a good sort of dance or whatever but the fact the thing that's really makes it quite poignant and really sad because you know as well she's the only one that's actually genuinely innocent and then she gets beat and then she gets hung see the thing is in a stage production i can imagine there's an argument to be made for subtlety by saying Mm. like oh maybe you don't need to see her actually at the gallows because Mm. it's implied but the thing is i don't think this story benefits from subtlety at all (laughs) i think what i like about it is is how unsubtle it is it's 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 completely like what i want in a musical Mm. it's Mm. it's broad beyond belief yeah, it's, yeah. It's like, this is the 20s this is the roaring 20s yeah, yeah. this is murder liquor jazz guns mm. like this is ridiculous and that's what i want yeah oh yeah that's what makes a good musical is like those amp everything up to 11 but i just think that song is the one the original one i was saying the puppet one i just yeah there's just something about it i just cannot get on board with it it might it might be just the <laughs> I think it's Richard Gere that's creeping you out the most. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Selwega is really funny in this as well. Like, she's got really good comic timing. Yeah, the the bit, I I mean, she's funny in lots of bits of it, but where before she sings a song about, like, Roxy and yeah. Roxy Hart, I guess it's called, but um, that oh, her bit... her comedy. The her, comedy her routine. Five minutes. Yeah, yeah. her tight five. Her tight five, yeah. Because <laughs> I remember I've always thought that when I've seen that scene as well. It's like, oh, it makes me think... I like it because it's that kind of again it's that old very old fashioned style mm. of performance I'm not even sure what it is yeah. like, it's like she's about to do a song mm. but she's also doing like a five minute comedy set yeah that's 
awkwardly about her life. Yeah. There's something, there's something, again, there's something very, like, um, I can't think of the name, but it's, it's, it's that kind of, it's almost like Liza Minnelli-ish. It's yeah. like, it's that kind of weird, like, vaudevillian performance, mm. and I really love it. But her, yeah. what are her jokes again in that? Oh, uh, I didn't, I just put that it's really funny and it's well written. It was so funny though. It did make me laugh. Well, that's the thing I wanted to say as well is, you know, like in the spirit of it being like the 1920s, mm. one of the things I love about this is like all the humour in it is very like 1920s style. Yeah. It's not, the jokes aren't modern jokes. No, no, no. Like, they're really like cheesy 1920s yeah. jokes, but they're delivered with sincerity. And even Zellweger, like she does... She says a lot of cheesy things, doesn't she? <laughs> and she's like, or yeah, she just like doing the little farts. And then she, what's the bit where she was like, "Thanks for nothing." Yeah, that's, that's such the a bit funny... I was trying to think of. Yeah, she says, "Thanks for nothing." Yeah, <laughs> yeah she's really funny in it. Um, I think her funniest moment is when she shoots um, the guy, and mm. she shouts, "You son of a bitch!" <laughs> <laughs> Basically, Jen showed me a picture and Donkey's got like sunglasses on. Of course. I like, guess trying to be like a cool character. But look at Shrek <laughs> I thought he was just going to be painted green, but he's got like prosthetics and. It's got prosthetics yeah, on, yeah. Wow. I mean, the songs, they're not exactly memorable. <laughs> Why? I don't remember him having glasses on in every picture. He's got. Who, oh, do you know who it is? Isn't it yeah. Richard Blackwood? Well, he has been in it. Yeah, yeah. he has. He has done it. Oh my I don't God. think he's. I don't. I don't. I don't think, think he's, he's like contracted to do it for like ten for years life. or something. <laughs> I wonder if they'd ever do a musical about a serial killer. I'm sure they must have yeah, done. Like... I bet there was a there was a play about Myra Hindley, wasn't there? Oh, recently? was there? Like there Jeffrey must... Dahmer the musical. That 
I think like it gets a few years and then it becomes okay, you know, yeah. to do it. Like you couldn't really get away with a Fred West no, musical right yeah, now. Yeah, that would be. But they have, but you know, they are making dramas about it. Now. Oh yes, so yeah, yeah. Once they start doing that, it's only a matter of time. What would what what would be your favourite one? Mm. What would you want to see as a musical? As a musical, oh, actually, sorry, this uh, this isn't that, but I suppose Sweeney Todd was a serial killer, wasn't he? Yeah, but he wasn't real though, was he? Yeah, yeah, he was real. What, Sweeney Todd. I'm pretty sure he was real. No, I don't think Sweeney Todd was real. I think Jack the Ripper was real. I don't think Sweeney Todd was real. I, I think thought... Sweeney Todd was like an urban legend. I think the whole like making people into pies thing was just just I... a story. Just I thought it nonsense. was real. That's why I got so annoyed about the London Dungeon, like including it. Oh, like you know London um... Dungeon, like. Have you been to London Dungeon? Not for years, but I have been in the past. I go kind of like incrementally every sort of like five years mm. just to see how much it's changed. Not as a rule, it just seems to happen. People want to go. Yeah, yeah. But when I was a kid, I used to kind of like it and mm. something that me and my dad sort of like did together. Yeah. To London Dungeon. Um, and when I, I mean, I remember it was, it's always been kind of schlocky and about sort of like, you know, it's a touristy thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was much more focused on London history Mm. at one point where it was like it was about Jack the Ripper and it was about the Great Fire of London and all these other things and now they've got loads of weird stuff in there now. oh really they've, well they've, they've got they've got a whole Sweeney Todd bit I think he was real though I I'm going to look it up now Street. I'm going to go yeah. back to Google I don't think he was real I really don't I don't think it's true I think <laughs> it's I don't think there's anything to it I think it's a story oh I thought that yeah I thought that's real and there was I don't know like how much of it like whether he did to, whether the urban legend came about him making them into pies but I thought there was at least a... okay Wikipedia Sweeney Todd is a fictional character oh. who first appeared as the villain of the Victorian Penny Dreadful serial The String oh. of Pearls 1846 sorry oh, no I'm wrong <laughs> see that's why okay. I, that's why I got so annoyed with it being yeah. in there because they've got that and then they've also got this bit now where it's it's good it's fun but it's not it's not historically accurate. Like they've got this bit where it's um, you go into a, you go into the Ten Bells pub, not the real Ten Bells pub, but you know that's the pub that's famous for Jack the Ripper, isn't it? Oh right, yeah, yeah. It's where all, all the like working girls used to like hang out mm. and um, all of like their clients and stuff like that was mm. that was the big pub. So they've like recreated a smaller version of the Ten Bells pub, and you can go in and you go in and you stand by the wall and you see the bar and everything, and then. This is a spoiler warning for the London Dungeon if you ever get to go. Um, the lights kind of flicker and then like there's a tankard on the side of the bar and it kind of like flies off and it's oh. like it's the ghost of <laughs> Jack the Ripper and it's it's just it's really like bad. So they're bringing in like paranormal elements. Right, and, yeah. Whereas it used to be about like you go on a boat and everything, but at the I end of it that, yeah. you get shot because it's about getting killed. It's about like ending up in the London Dungeons. Yeah. And I know I shouldn't really be like railing about the authenticity of the London Dungeon. I mean, it's got a ride at the end, for God's sake. <laughs> but it, I don't know. Like, I liked it when it was about the plague and about yeah, Jack yeah, the Ripper yeah. and stuff. I mm. mean, Jack the Ripper is even a stretch, isn't it? Because although like it did happen, there was someone yeah. murdering. Uh, but also, I guess people. we don't know if all of them were by one person. Yeah, no like, one we knows know nothing who it was. really about the whether it was like lots of different people and yeah, it's just. But now you get to go in Mrs. Lovett's pie shop, <laughs> and you and you sit in a um, they sit you in a big like they sit everyone around in a circle in chairs, and the lights go down again. It's so cheap, just the lights go down, and uh, <laughs> you hear her like walking around. And she's like, "Oh, I'm gonna get you a pie, love," or something like that. And then um, and then she says, "I just I'm just gonna leave you in the care of my 
good friend Sweeney Todd and then like you hear the door go close I'm, this is complete spoilers I'm basically giving you the close your eyes and this is the experience <laughs> right we'll and save he, some money so and then he goes oh how it's like how wouldn't, wouldn't you not like a shave before you have a pie or something and then like the lights go down and, and it's got the chairs have those like um speakers on either side so oh, it, yeah, it, yeah. it makes it feel like someone's walking around oh, in yeah. a circle mm-hmm. and then you hear him like sharpening his knives and then he goes how about a little bit off the top and then it goes and, then it, and then the chair just jolts back slightly just like and then a little bit of like pathetic water dribbles from the ceiling it's supposed to be blood and there's a, like a red strobing light and it's like ah! I kind of want to go now I remember going when I was really young with my dad and I remember the boat thing but I remember it being good. a lot about the plague and the trenches and Jack the Ripper um, but I guess because I went when I was really young I think it must be like 10 or something like that I don't think there's any trenches in it oh was there not oh. uh, have you been to the war museum oh maybe that's yeah, why I'm they mixing have, like, the, the two experience. you're getting your attractions mixed up but do you know what is weird so this is I don't know why I did this but it was obviously like a nice day out with me and my dad and I took like a camera and I took some photos of some of the stuff and then I found this photo album like years later and then I just opened it and there was like this corpse <laughs> and like taken photos got them developed yeah. and then put them in a photo album at like 10 that's Aww, fucking scary that's nice yeah, you have a hobby when you're 10 haven't you <laughs> waxwork waxwork corpses, corpses. I like Edward. Have you seen Edward? Oh yeah, yeah, I have yeah. seen that. Yeah, I think Tim Burton is best when he's like, when he's just making like a straight laced film. Mm. You know, a film that's like about it's got just like people in it. Mm. Do you know mm. what I mean? Like it's a film. Yeah, yeah. Like Edward is a film. The yeah. other ones they're not really films, are they? They're like little little freak shows. Shows, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I do think Beetlejuice is really good. I just love when they're like dancing around the table. It's one of those weird films where it's like when I watch it, I. I'd kind of forgotten what it is what it's even mm. about like it's Beetlejuice is good but it's also the bits that people remember from it are not the main bits of the film no oh no no they're just there's a like... lot of like other stuff in it that's like for example like Michael Keaton is it yeah like, he's barely in that movie yeah Beetlejuice actually isn't in it that much he's like, <laughs> like weirdly not in it again it's another one of I guess it's a good name Beetlejuice but um Oh, I can't say it anymore because if you say it three times, it'll pop up. Yeah. But um, <laughs> he, the bloody Mary, uh, bloody Mary, bloody Mary. <gasps> no! Oh my God! Well, I'm not looking in a mirror. Though, oh yeah, that's true. that's true. You were looking in the TV. <laughs> but you said it, so it's okay. okay I like that. Oh, those rituals. Like that's so stupid because I know they're stupid, but I still was like, it's well, like, yeah. I, I mean, don't want to risk them. I have that superstition as well. Mm. It's like you don't want to actually do it. No. Well, it was the it was Candyman was the one for me when I was. Oh uh, yeah. Do you remember Candyman? Yeah, I always used to get scared looking in a mirror and. Oh no, I didn't always get scared, but like sometimes you know um that thing where like you're walking over a bridge and in your mind you just think, what if I just jumped off this bridge? Or yeah, sometimes cool. at the tube, I'm like, what if I just jumped into the? It's not like I want to do it, but like there's part or sometimes it's like someone give, like makes me hold a baby and it's like what if I just drop the baby yeah. and just but not even like accidentally like I just open my arms and like let it fall to the floor it's called the imp of the perverse oh is that what that it's is, called yeah it's like when you it's like your brain is like um, I think it's something to do with like your brain is uh, processing what you shouldn't do mm, mm. and you feel like you kind of want to do it but the fact that you don't do it 
is means it's fine yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but i do I, I do get what you mean i've, I've had that a mm. lot actually mm. like i get it at train stations yeah yeah. yeah definitely but then again like how much of it is that and how much of it is like genuine suicidal ideation like sometimes <laughs> you never know like sometimes you should be concerned yeah deep down it's actually I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to reach out to you here. yeah exactly. <laughs> um, so I think we've come to like a point where probably we should wrap it up so final thoughts on Chicago it's shit no I'm joking <laughs> no I like it you've forgotten already I've forgotten yeah <laughs> Just a, I think it's average. Average you know? again, yeah. It's like it's very good in it, and you know I have to be reminded. It's like a memento. It's the memento of musicals. I think I haven't seen Memento. Oh, okay, that's, I, I think that's one that I need to see. Then that one. You know? Yeah, it's it's about someone who every day like they f- it's the fifty first dates of musicals. Have you seen that? Oh yes, I've seen fifty first dates. Yeah. Okay, it's like that. Oh, is that what Memento's like? That's yeah. Memento is a remake of fifty. <laughs> no kind of I mean Memento is about a guy who um, he just like forgets I think he just oops, he just like forgets the day um, every day like forgets oh okay he, he just has like memory loss mm. and so each day like he tattoos something on his body to like remind oh. himself and then it's if the whole film goes like backwards and it's right, like yeah. it's like traces it's really good it's like one mm. of Christopher Nolan's best movies but it's like yeah, it's it's a confusing mess, but yeah. in a good way. Yeah, oh, that's cool. My final thoughts on Chicago would be that, yeah, like Jen, I was surprised by how good it was, and I was, like, taken along for the ride, like, literally the first opening bars. I was like, psh, psh. it was good. Also, do you want to know my um, trivia about um, yeah. Chicago? I've got one piece of trivia. My aunt was in the um, production on the West End years ago, and she played Mama Morton. Really? And also she had, so in like London, in some of the stations in London, there's like big posters, like Chicago posters. Mm-hmm. And she was on one of the posters and even years, like years later, there she would st- she was still on like one of the posters. And that was really cool. So I like saw it like only a good, it was only a few years ago, really, like maybe like four years ago. And I was walking through like London Bridge and she was on a poster, but she hadn't been in it for years. That's and she's still there. She's yeah. iconic. Exactly. But that's my link. So, for me, thank you. <laughs> Is that how we're ending the podcast now? <laughs> from me in Newsroom too. <laughs> We've all gone very BBC. I like it. No, well, thanks for listening. Now you've gone too casual. <laughs> what is this, XFM? <laughs> so, I've been Jade Gebbing. <laughs> and I've been Jen Ives. Oh, see, it's the wrong thing. <laughs> uh, no. That's you. Okay, bye. 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 Thanks. <laughs> Yeah.